Today's daf is Ksubis daf Mem Aleph, and we are at the Mishnah, at the very top of daf Mem Aleph Amid Aleph. Today's daf is being learned, Le'ilui Nishmas Chayim Meloza Ben Yibodo Lechayim, Reb Shimshon Aryeh, and Le'ilui Nishmas Yosef Gershon Ben Menachem Aryeh. So today's daf is the last daf of Perik Elu Nairos, and it's going to continue to discuss, sort of, the laws of Oynes and Mefata. More specifically, it's going to discuss a chilek within the Tashlume Mamoin that every Ma'anes and Mefata had to pay. And from there, it's going to digress into a real Shas Inyan, which goes to the core of understanding the difference between Tashlume Mamoin and Tashlume Knasaf. That sounded a little bit convoluted. Let's just back up a little bit. So all monetary payments that you find in the Torah and that you find in Chazal can be divided into two categories. There's what's known as Tashlume Mamoin and there's what's known as Tashlume Knas. Tashlume Mamoin is where a person caused somebody else damage. He stole from him. He was mazakim. Dalach is, he has to make him whole. That Tashlumen is what's known as Tashlume Mamen. So when Ruvain has to give Shimon money because of some hefsid that he caused Shimon, that money that he's now giving him is what we would refer to in Torah Shabbat as Tashlume Mamen. There are, however, other times where the Torah mandated that Ruvain give Shimon money because of something Ruvain did to Shimon, but the nature of the payment is not making him whole. It's not restitution. But rather, the Torah said that you did this and as a result, we're going to punish you. There's some sort of punitive damage. And what you need to now do is you need to give this dollar amount. The nature of that money that you're giving him is not you caused him that damage. As a result, you now have to make him whole and give him this amount of money. It's a fixed dollar amount usually that the Torah said that you need to give this person because of something that you did. That type of tashlumen is what's known as Tashlume Knas. So just to highlight the point, if somebody steals from somebody, he has to return the thing that he stole. There's a mitzvah saseh deiraisa of the heshiv esagzela. If somebody's a ganev, in addition to returning the item that you stole, you also have to pay kefal. If you stole a shar or a chamar, and then you shechted the shar or chamar, or you sold the shar or chamar, you have to pay dalve, you have to pay four times or five times the value of the thing that you stole. When you now make that payment, Kefal or Dalad Vehe. Really, it's made up from a halachic perspective of two independent payments. When you return the Karen, the thing that you stole, that Tashlumen is Tashlume Mamen. The Kefal or the Dalad Vehe, where applicable, is not Tashlume Mamen because you already made him whole when you returned the Karen. That's Tashlume Knas. Now, what's the difference between Tashlume Mamen and Tashlume Knas in Halacha, as relates to understanding today's daf, two major nafkabinas. There are others, but for our purposes, too. Number one, if someone walks into Bezdin, and even outside of Bezdin, and says that I owe Ploini money, the Allah is Hoydas Baldin, is Kimeya Edem Dami. So if somebody is Moida, that he has a quote unquote Chiv Mamen towards somebody else, it's as if 
a hundred Adam said that he has his Chiyav Mammon, which in short means he's going to be obligated to make this payment. If a person, however, is Moida Biknas, if somebody is Moida that he did something which would obligate him now to pay Knas, then the halach is just the opposite. Moida Biknas is Pater. So when it comes to Chiyuve Mammon, when it comes to Chiyuve Knas, there we would say Moida Biknas Pater. So again, just to illustrate, if somebody would walk into Bezdin and he would say, I'm a Ganiv, I stole from Chaim a hundred dollars. Now, if it's true, you now don't only have to pay a hundred dollars, you have to pay two hundred dollars. You have a chiv karen of a hundred dollars. In addition to that, there's a chiv kefal, which is another hundred dollars. What's the going to be? You'll be chayiv a hundred dollars, but you're not going to be chayiv the second hundred dollars. You're chayiv the hundred dollars, hoidos badin, is kemei domi, but you're potter from the kefal because kefal's a knas, and moide be knas is potter. So the most obvious nafkemino within the world of mammon and knas is when a person's moide that he's chayiv. Hoidos badin is kemei Dummy, might have a 180 degrees is potter. Another nafkamina is in terms of the bezdin that is necessary in order to paskin dine mominus versus dine knosis. So the first Mishnah in Mesechta Sanhedrin says dine mominus is beshloisha. So we know not all bezdins were created equally, and depending on what exactly the court is presiding over, that would determine how many dayanim and what the credentials of the dayanim has to be. As it relates to dine mominus, you need a bezdin of Three members could be even shloisha hediyotos would be okay. It's one of the first sugyes of Masechtas Sanhedrin. When it comes to dine knossos, it's again a bezdin that's made up of three members, but those three members have to be smuchen. So we spoke about smuchen a few dafin ago, and the definition of smicha in Chazal is not the contemporary definition of smicha, but rather it would mean that you were ordained by somebody that was ordained by somebody that was ordained dating back to Moshe Rabbeinu and Yeshua Benun, but the point is that for Dine Mominus, all you would need is an ordinary bezdin of three members, as it relates to Dine Knosses, then already you would need a bezin that's made up of three smuchin, which of course would pose a challenge nowadays for us to be able to pask in Dine Knosses. And we'll see at the very, very end of the daf, the Gemara is going to mention that Dine Knosses, Bezan is not something that a bezin could just sit down and pask in, because being that there's a criteria that in order to pask in Dine Knosses, you would have to have a bezin that's made up of three members that are smuchin, we don't have smicha Bezan and as a result, this is is not something you can do. So again, we're going to have a whole daf of Gemara that talks about the halachis of Dine Mominus versus Dine Knosis. It's really a very, very shas daf tucked away in a shas perik, which is tucked away in a shas masachta. How are we getting to the sugi of Knas? It's because we're talking about Oynes and Mephata, and Oynes and Mephata are both parshiyas of Knas, but as we've seen earlier in the parik, that Oynes and Mephata, although there's a Knas component, there's also a moment component. And really, that's where this contrast comes as it relates to the knas versus the moment. If somebody walks into Bezin and he says, I was Mephata Ploini's daughter. He's going to be obligated to pay the Boishness and the Pkam based on his admission. However, he's not going to be obligated to pay the Knas. What's the reason? After this elaborate introduction, it's very posh. The Knas, the Chamishim Shekel Kesev, for that he's a Moedib Knas. Moedib Knas is Potter. The Boishness and the Pkam is making this girl whole. You embarrass 
caused her make her whole. You were pregame her, you caused her to be devalued, you have to make her whole. That's already a chiv mamen, chiv mamen. Chiv mamen, you are mishalem al piyat. If somebody says, I stole from someone, I was a gana, mishalem is a karen, you have to pay the karen al piyat, based on your admission, they mishalem, tashlumi keful, vitashlumi arbava chamisha, but any keful or dalut the head that's going to come as a result of your admission, you're going to be potter. The karen is tashlumi mamen that you're chayef. But as it relates to the Tashlume Kefal, the Tashlume Dal Vehei, that's already a Knas. Somebody walks into Bezin and he says, My Shar killed somebody. My Shar was Nogachet and it literally killed another person. Or my Shar killed another person. is, he's going to be Chayef to pay. Now, if somebody's Shar kills somebody, he has to pay. And Achayef Misa. If your shar kills somebody, you're chayiv misa. If you kill somebody, but if it was your shar, you're not going to be chayiv misa. What are you chayiv? You have to pay mamain. It's a very unique type of tashlume mamain. It's what's known as koifer. Machloikis in the Gemara, whether koifer is kapara, whether it's mamain, whether you pay that may mazik, you pay that may nizik. That's not our sugya. But the point that we need now is that the time of the Mishnah holds that kaif is not a knas. And because it's not a knas, it falls into the category of mamun, and if it falls into the category of mamun, so therefore, you're going to be mashalim, al pi atzmai. If somebody's shar shtois to somebody else's shtar, that's easy. That's the sugis of shar shanagach. And here too, the Mishnah says that that's something that you mashalim al pi atzmai, which would seem to suggest that anytime your shar shtois to somebody else's shar, your chiv is going to be a chiv mamun, it's not going to be a chiv knas, which is going to be one of the topics of today's daf. Hey, mashalim what if somebody walks into Bezdin and he says, My shar shtoist, shtoistin eved kanani. That eved kanani died as a result of the negicha. Then the Allah has ain mishali mal piatsmin. Then you're not obligated to pay based on your admission. And the reason is because if someone shar kills an eved kanani, there's a chi of mammon, but that chi of mammon is a knas. It's shloish and kesef. We saw a little bit about it in yesterday's laugh. And being that all it is is a chi of knas, maybe the knas is batazeaklas. Look, the Mishnah, here's the rule. Kolam mishalim yesra meshahizik, in a mishalim al piatsmin. Anytime a person does something, and because of what he did, bad, he now is being punished. And the punishment is a momentistic punishment. But the dollar amount is more than the damage that he actually caused. We have to be very careful with the Lashon of the Mishnah. If it's more than what you cause, then the Mishnah says, in a Mishalim al then we deem it as a Knas, and if it's a Knas, the is that Moida Piknas is going to be Potter. Clearly implied from the Mishnah that if somebody is being Mishalim, not Yosemi Mashahizik, but Mashahizik, and it also sounds a little bit, even if it would be Pachaismi Mashahizik, something again that the Gemara is going to talk about, there could be, you would be Mishalim al But the general rule of the Mishnah, even though the Klal of the Mishnah is a little confusing, but the concept is very simple. If it's a Chi of Mamin, if it's a chiv knas, then already you're going to say moide beknas pater. The mafarshi amishnayis discuss why is it that the mishnah mentioned the specific knasis that it mentioned. Meaning, there's a list: patisi esbitoi, ganafti. We talk about kefal and dal vehei heimishoyri avdo shalploini. Now we didn't mention all the knasis. Taisus already says moitzi shemra yoitzi v'shem va'ayin. We're not included. So for some reason we mentioned some of the knasis. We didn't mention all of the knasis. I'm betaisus yantif and in the mefarshei amishnayis that explain why it is that we mentioned the few that we mentioned. 
There must be some chiddush in these specific cases. Either way, the first one is the one that's the most pertinent to our sugis, and that is ha'omer patisi as bitoy shal ploini. So what's that lacha? Meshalim boishes subkam al piatzmoi. Vein meshalim knas. You pay boishes subkam because boishes subkam is a chiyuv mamin. Mamin you chayv al piatzmoi. You don't pay the chamishim shakol kasef because that's knas. Valzen nemar moide be knas is potter. But the example that was given was Ha'omer Patisi Esbit. Freyta Gemara, Velisni Onasti. Why did we pick Patisi? Why didn't we pick Onasti? Now, if we would have said Onasti, would we have asked Velisni Patisi? So Taisvah says no. Taisvah says, Tav Taisvah on the Omid, that Onasti is actually a bigger Chiddush than Patisi. And the reason is because when a person says Onasti, He's being moida that he did a Maisa Pritzus. And being that he's do, being moida that he did a Maisa Pritzus, it's a bigger Chiddush that you would be potter from the Knast. Interesting. But the bottom line is, the Gemara's Kash is that why do we say Patisi as Bitoi? Why don't we say Anasti as Bitoi? And just to come full circle, the first Mishnah of the Perak, Eilun Irish Yeshlam Knast, Rashi said, what's it talking about? Im Unsa Adam. If somebody was Ma'anis, and we spoke out to Pnei Yeshua, which became very clear from the whole Perak, that of course the halach of Eilun Irish Yeshlam Knast is not only if someone was Ma'anis and Naira, it's true even if someone was Mavata and Naira. But the case of the Mishnah, Rashi had two Echaches said the Pnei Yeshua was talking about a Ma'anis, not a Mavata. So the first Mishnah, the first bookmark of Perakelu and Iris, is talking dafka about the Ma'anis, even though really it means the Mafata too. Yet the last Mishnah is talking dafka about the Mafata, even though it means the Ma'anis too. Regardless, the Gemara's cash is the why did it say Patisi, why didn't it say Anasti? So the Gemara says, Let me buy you come. The reason we mention Patisi is because we believe that there's a little bit of a Chiddush in Patisi versus Anasti. Let me buy you Anasti. The like a Pagan law. That that's poshit or nasty. Where if a person says that he was ma'anis, bitoy shalploini, he's not being poigim that girl so much. Meaning, he's not hurting her reputation that much. So you would think in that case, we believe what he said. The mashalni poishes of gam al piatzma, and therefore we'll say haydas. But think kamei edem dami, albeit on the poishes of gam, the knas is mighty beknas, and therefore you're going to be chayv avul patisi. But if somebody says he was mafata, a girl, the kapogim la. Now he's saying that. She was okay and she consented to do this Avera. So maybe we would argue, you have a right to do that, right? Which, by the way, needs to be figured out in light of the sugya. But we know the rule. Certainly, another guy in Russia. So you have no right to walk at the Bezdin and say, This is something that you would have the ability to do. Therefore, the time of the Mishnah said that even if somebody says, where you're being poigame, that girl, even now we say, Our Mishnah is not like following Tanya, we're going to the rest of that if a person says he would not pay meaning that's easy but even the even that you're not going to have to pay and the reason is like we just said a person doesn't have an amonis to just walk into Besnin and be play game I'm going to wrap up
Papa told What would be if the girl says, no, 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 I'm asking. I, I agree. Meaning she wants it. Why? She wants the money. She wants the boy to send up camp. But the Gemara says, even then he wouldn't pay because maybe her father's not happy with this. And it's not going to only impact her. It's going to impact her father. What if the father says, no, my daughter, for sure, she did this Aveiro. I want you to pay me. Maybe the other members in the family are not asking. What if this is Ayana Mishbacha? They're all happy. They're all okay to be soivel, this pkam and this bzyoynes, as long as they're getting to make boishas, right? Some people are happy to be embarrassed if you pay them for it. So it's okay. So the Gemara says, no, even this family, there has to be someone somewhere that's a hush of a person who is not so happy with the fact that this is what's being said about Bitoi shall and it's for that reason, says Reb Shimon ben Yehuda, in the name of Reb Shimon ben Yechai, that even though ordinarily if a person walks into Bezdin, but her Omer Patisi as Bitoi shall ploini. He's not going to be chayiv, and the reason is because this is having a negative consequence, a negative effect on somebody else. Now, just to clarify one thing, a person's belief to walk into Bezdin and say that someone else did something not okay, the whole Hilchas Eidus is predicated on that. That's what always happens. Two Eidim walk into Bezdin, Ruven killed Shimon. They're saying something very bad about Ruvain. They're saying that he just killed Shimon. Ruvain's a Ganev. Pick any Sugi and Shas. And if they even walk into Bezdin and they say something really bad about somebody else, their belief to say it, that is what the Pirate of Edos is. So what do you mean? I thought uh, a person is not believed to go ahead and put someone else down. Isn't that what Adam do? They make parnosa by walking into Bezdin and Mamish saying bad things about other people and knocking them down. But the terrorist is posh. It's a mistake. We're learning a sugi of Eidah spotting Kimei Adam dummy. Avada, an aid is never to walk into Bezdin and say somebody did something. But if one aid would walk into Bezdin and say that Bitoi shall ploy and he did an Avera, it would have no impact. The Kiddush of Eidah spotting Kimei Adam dummy is that if a person is Mechaev himself, Mamoin, he is going to be chayiv. That chiddush is true only for yourself. So you could be mechayiv yourself, mamen, but you can't be mechayiv someone else based on your hoida. And essentially what the Gemara is saying is, is that to the extent that your hoida is going to have a negative impact on somebody else, over there you don't say, this is really a longer discussion for another day. Talk to Mishnah Vaita. Gonafti, Paul Goniska, a tam, who pays chatzi nezek. Rapapa Amar, Paul Goniska, that chiyuv is a chiyuv mamen. Rafuna Breit Rav Yeshua, Amar Rafuna Breit Rav Yeshua said Paul Goniska knasa. That that chiyuv is a chiyuv knasa. So what's Paul Goniska? What exactly is chatzi nezek? So this really takes us to Sechtes Bavakama, which is going to be the topic of a good part of today's daf. We know that Allah is that if someone has a shar and the shar shtoises, so the first time, the second time, maybe even the third time, the owner of the shar has to pay for the damages that were incurred. However, he doesn't have to pay for 100% of the damages. He only has to pay for 50% of the damages. Once the shar is established to be a nakhan, at that point, you already have to pay nezek shalim. Then you have to pay for 100% of the damages that this shark caused. When the shar has yet to been established as a nakhan, 
When you're only paying Chatzinezek, the Shar is known as a Shar Tam. Once the Shar is already established to be a Nakhon at that point, the Shar gets a new name. It goes from being a Shar Tam. It's now a Shar Muit. Now that Lach is, you have to pay Nezek Shalom. So really, the Chatzinezek that the owner of a Shar Tam has to pay is a little bit of a interesting payment. You're not paying 100%, which is what a mazik usually has to pay. You're only paying chatzinezek. So the Amiram were a little bit unsure. They were confused as to what the nature of that payment is. Is that payment a chi of mamen? Or is that payment a chi of knas? What would be the argument that it should be a chi of mamen? Your shark caused $100 worth of damage. You're paying $50. So you're paying half of the damages that you incurred. What's the definition of Chiyav Momen? The definition of Chiyav Momen is you caused damage and you're now paying and making the person who you caused the damage to whole. That's what you're doing. Now you're rather not making him 100% whole. You're only making him 50% whole. But it still feels a lot like a Chiyav Momen. Thus, you could hear a very strong tzad that Palganiska should be Mamoina. Oye Shloimar, being that at the end of the day you're not paying 100% of what you were mazik, so that almost makes us believe that the nature of the payment is not making the person whole. Because if the nature of the payment is making him whole, you would make him whole. Where do you find anywhere in the Torah that you have a chiv to make the person whole and you're making him 50% whole? Either he's whole or he's not whole. The glass is still half empty. So if that's the case, it's maybe mashmah that it's not a chiyav moment. What then is it? It's a chiyav knas. Now this would be an interesting type of chiyav knas because usually the chiyav knas is more than you damage. What was the lashon of the Mishnah? Kola meshalim yeser al mashahizik ain't a meshalim al piyatzmai, which is a fancy way of saying that knas is when you pay more than you damage. Over here, you're actually paying less than you damage. So which one is it? Is it mamayin? Or is it knas? Major league machloikis amayiram. Rapapa said, Paul geniskis mamayinah. Rapapa's balplukta in shas. Rafhuna braid, Rav Yeshua said, Paul geniskis knas. And the Gemara explains, Rapapa, I'm a Paul geniskis mamayinah. Rapapa held a Paul geniskis mamayinah. Kasava, because he holds, Stam shvarim lav becheskas, shimur kaimi. That Ashar wakes up in the morning, a vildachaya. And as a result, he's not becheskas shimur. Meaning, he's not becheskas that anybody's watching him. You have an obligation to watch him. And if, therefore, if he stoices, Really, you should have to pay 100%. You find this sometimes. Torah had pity. Torah had rachmanus. And the Torah said, you know what? Even though really you should have to pay Nezek Shalim, you can only pay Chatzin Nezek. Why? Because at the end of the day, the show was never warned. You were never warned. And as a result, we'll let you get away with it. But the point is, the half that you're paying is mom. Then the Chatzin Nezek is really Knas. Why? Because he holds Stam Shvar Becheskas Shimur Kaim. He holds a Stam Shar is Becheskas Shimur. To the contrary. A shore ordinarily is no. He's a domesticated animal, and on some level, we assume that he is beches kashima. As for that reason, that a short time shouldn't have to pay. Yeah, once he's a muid, so he already showed tendencies of being a nakhon. So now you have to watch him. But a short time not. So why then do you pay? The Torah is making you pay yoisemi masha hizik. Not yoisemi masha physically hizik, but we're making you pay more than really what you should be hired for. And the reason the Torah gave you the class was because they want you to watch this shar. But the bottom line is that's this machloikis. Is palganiska mamen or is palganiska knasa? Tutsad the machloikis amiran and a little bit of avana what to tutsad the Now, what does that have to do with our sugya? Obviously, it has a little to do with our sugya. We're learning the sugya of mamen and knas. But where specifically does this come into ksubis daf memalev? So that already we're going to see as we turn the Ahmed. Either way, 
Next part of the daf is a little bit of a digression on this Shiloh, really a, a, a page out above a comma. Palganiska Knosna or Palganiska Mamoina, very Gishmaki Gemara, Simon Hezek Ma Vehemis Klatnan. We learned in a Mishnah, and this Mishnah is in the first paragraph of Masechtus Baba Kamos, Daf Yudalad Amad Base. The Mishnah says, quote, this is just a very short excerpt of a Mishnah. Hanizik Vahamazik Bitashlumen. And really what the Mishnah is saying is, that there are times where if someone has a shar that stoices or there's some form of hezek that took place, not only does the mazik have to pay, but the nizik contributes to the payment as well. So ordinarily, the mazik is the one that has to pay. But there's a concept of hanizik veha mazik betashlumen, that the nizik and the mazik tzazamen, they're both going to contribute somewhat to the payment. So the Gemara says like this, Bishlam, the man, according to that says that every short time that pays chatzin nezik, what's the nature of the chatzin nezik? It's mamoino, hainu deshaich nezik betashlumen. I understand what this means, gewaldik. You know what a nizik v'amazik betashlumen is referring to? It's referring to a short time. Short time pays chatzin nezik. Chatzin nezik is mamoin, which means that really you were supposed to have paid a hundred percent of the damage. Rachmanu Torah had Rachmanus on you. Now this Rachmanus that the Torah had on the Mazik is coming on the back of the Nizik, right? So what's Rachmanus to one person feels a little like Achzarius to the other person. But either way, at the end of the day, what's happening is is that even though there's a hundred dollars worth of damage, really the Mazik and the Nizik together are paying this this hundred dollars. The Mazik has to pay half, and the Nizik has to look away somehow for half. So it's Geshmak, the Lakshin, Hanizik the Mazik betashlumen. Not only is the mazik pain, but the nizik is also pain. He say, Madach, the Nizik is taking something that he shouldn't have taken because the Palkinizkis can also really bedinu, he should not have had to have paid anything. So the fact that the Mazik pays half, that in and of itself is a Chiddush. So the Nizik, by not getting the other half, is contributing to the payment. No, he's not. He's getting a windfall. He's getting half, which is something that really he wasn't supposed to have gotten at all. So what's the case of a Nizik, the Mazik, Petashlumen? So the Gemara says, like, Nitzrucha, Ella, you know it's Negei that the Nizik sometimes is going to contribute to the Tashlumen. It's going to be Negeia if the Nevela went down in value. So what does that mean? If Ruven Shar stoises Shimon Shar and he kills it. So the Halach is you have to pay Chatzin Nezik. So let's have a case. The Shimon Shar was worth $100. As a result, Luchura, you would think you have to pay $50. It's not true. That's incorrect. What we do is, with Meshayer, we assess what the value of the Nevela is, and then we deduct that from what the original value of the animal was, and you pay half the difference. So if the Nevela is worth $20 right now, so that $20 is going to go, it's, it's going to remain by Shimon, and as a result, that doesn't go into the calculation of determining what the Chatzin Nezek is. What happens if that Nevela goes down in value? So the Nevela went down in value. So at the time of the Hezek, the Nevela was worth $20. But then the Nevela market crashed, and now for Nevela, all you can get is $10. So it just went down $10. From the Mazik's perspective, how do we cheshman that $10? That $10, now we say, okay, now the difference of damage was $90. So we have to recompute and we have to refigure out what the damage is going to be. Or no, we look at what the time of the Misa was. So the halach is that pras nevela is lin nizik. The nizik is the one that incurs any loss 
as a result of the Pchas Nevelo. So the Gemara says, maybe that's what the Mishnah means. Hanizik v'amazik v'tashlumen means that sometimes the Nizik contributes to the Tashlumen. How so if there was a Nevelo? And the Nevelo went down in value. You could have had a Havamid and maybe the Mazik should be responsible for that. So the Mishnah, the Nizik is responsible. And that's where the Nizik is somewhat contributing to the Dmehazik. But the Gemara says, although that's true, and that would be a very, very okay Hezber, and what the words Hanizik v'amazik v'tashlumen means, but the problem is, we know this already from somewhere else. Pchas nevelo tonino, we know it from another mission, the first mission of the Masechta, of Bava Kama, tashlumen nezek, it says the words tashlumen nezek, and Chazal learned from them, that the Bailam, the owner of the animal that was shtoist, he has to contribute to the nevelo. So the Gemara says, it's true, that first mission of the Masechta already said it, this Mishnah said it again, and the reason the Mishnah said it twice, it's Chad Batam Chad Bamud, once to teach me the halacha once a that the nizik is the one that eats any loss associated with the pchas nevelo by a shartam. I would have told Mishum that kati That's because at the end of the day, this shar was only a shartam. So we're going to be more lenient on the mazik and we're going to force any pchas nevelo on the nizik because at the end of the day, the Avera that the owner of the Shartam did is not so terrible. But the Shartamuid, where he was warned already, just like he has to pay Nezik Shalim, that's a Chumrah, so too maybe we're going to attack on this Chumrah as well, and he'll be responsible for the And had I known by Muid, I would have thought that the reason the Pchasnevela goes to the Nezik is because he's already paying everything. So because he's paying Nezik Shalim, so no, no, the Pchasnevela, that we're not going to make him pay. Avotam, where you're only paying. Paying chatzinezek, so okay, so we're not going to be so lenient on you. Here we'll make you pay the pchas nevel Therefore, you need it both ways. Again, you can hear it both ways. You can hear the muid because he's more chomer will be machmer by the pchas and we can hear just the opposite because we're already being so machmer. So no, there's no reason to be so machmer related to the pchas nevelo. toshma. I'll bring you a raya from some place else. To what? To the original shaila. And that is whether Palganiska is Mamoina or Palganiska is Knossa. So we started off with a simon. The simon was Hezek, Ma, Vehemus, Klal. So the simon is really four different rayas that we're trying to bring to this Shiloh. The first one was Hezek. It was from the Mishnah, Hanizik, Vahamazik, Betashlumen. We thought that maybe from those words, that's a raya that Palganiska is Mamoina. Because if Palganiska is Mamoina, it's very good that the Nizik is contributing. But they want to say, no, maybe the reason. The Mishnah said that the Nizik sometimes contributes. It's Nagei the Pchas Nevelo. Now we're up to the second Raya, and that is from the Ma. And it's based on a Mishnah that begins with the word Ma. Ma bein Tam Lamut. What's the difference between a Tam and a Muit? Shatam Mishalem Chatsi Nezik Megufai. Umuit Mishalem Nezik Shalem Mino And really, the Mishnah is saying two differences. Number one, the Tam pays Chatsi Nezik, the Muit pays Nezik Shalem. Another difference between the Tam and the Muit is the Tam is Mishalem only Chatsi Nezik Megufai, whereas the Muit is Mishalem Nezik Shalem Mino So we're, we're all in on Bava Kamer right now, completely invested. So a, a Tam pays Chatsi Nezik Megufai. What does that mean? That means if Ruven Shar. He has to be Chatzin Ezek, right? Okay. But 
there's a caveat. You have to read the fine print. And that is, you pay chatzi nezek, however, your payment can't, can, cannot exceed the value of your shar. So let's say Ruven had a shar, and his shar was worth $500. And each day, Shimon shar, the numbers are inflating now a little bit, Shimon shar was worth $2,000. And now there's a chatzi nezek of $1,000, just to keep it simple. Dalach is Ruven will only have to pay $500. And the reason is, is because you pay chatzi nezek, but only make gufai. You pay up until the value of your animal. And if the animal, the shtoyser, was $500, I don't care how much the shtoyser was worth. At the end of the day, you're never going to exceed whatever the dollar amount was of the shtoyser. That's the way this works. It's based on a POSIC. And really, the concept is, right, just to understand it and rationalize it a little bit, is because the Torah says that if you're Shar Shtois, you know what you have to do? Sell your Shar, come up with the funds to pay him. Oh, so the Torah already associated the payment with me selling my Shar. Oh, if it's associated with selling my Shar, then Lachura, I shouldn't have to pay more than what I can get for my Shar. That's this idea that a Shar time is Meshalami Gufa. What about a Shar Amud? No, mortgage your house, do whatever you have to do. There you're giving Machuif to pay 100%. There there's no such Allah. So the Mishnah says, what does Mino Aliyah mean? Metav. Not Ziburis, not Beninis, but it has to be Metav. Either way, Zokta Gemara, I guess Shmakataina. Vulik Tony Shatam, in Mishalam Alpiatsmoi, Mishalam Alpiatsmoi, the Hura, if you're going to tell me the Palganiskus Knosso. So I had another Nafkimina that the Tan of the Mishnah could have said. You know what it could have said? A Tam is not Mishalam Alpiatsmoi, because you're a Moid of Knas Potter. As opposed to a Mood is Mishalam Alpiatsmoi, because there it's going to be a Dosbat and Kime Edem Dami. Now the Mishnah didn't say it. From the fact that the Mishnah didn't say it, that must be a raya that Tam is Mishalim al Piatzmoy, because Palganiska is not Knossa, but Palganiska is Mamoyno. The Gemara says, no, ton of a shire. The Mishnah could have said it, you're right, but it didn't say it. It left out this difference. Look, the Gemara, my shire, the high shire, right? The Gemara never likes ton of a shire unless there's a precedent. Unless you see that, you know, for a fact, that the time of the Mishnah already left something else out. So then we'll say, okay, if it left that, it left this. So the Gemara says, no, it left something else. Shire Chatzik Koifer. It left out the halacha of Chatzik Koifer. So we said earlier that if a Shor Shtois is a person and it kills the person, so there the halacha is that you have to pay Koifer. Now what happens if a Shor Tam Shtois is a person and kills the person? Do you have to pay Chatzik Koifer or not? Meaning a Shor Amur that kills a person, you pay Koifer. That's easy. What about a Shor tam that shtois is a person. You for sure not going to pay koy for shalim. It's loigora than a shor shenogach as hashor that you don't pay nezek shalim until it's established as a mort. The question is: Is there a parish of chatzik koyfer or is there not a parish of chatzik koyfer? It's machloikis tano. Now the Gemara is asking based on the mandama that holds that there is no such thing as chatzik koyfer. Now if there's no such thing as chatzik koyfer, so that's another difference between a tam and a muid. A muid pays koifer, and a tam does not pay koifer. It doesn't even pay chatzik koifer. So the tam and the Mishnah that didn't mention that was shire that. So you find already, my shire, the high shire, shire chatzik koifer, and therefore you could say that there's a chile between the tam and the muid, and one is kanas and one is mom, and I, why would we have left it out? Because, ton of shire. But the Gemara says, imishum chatzik koifer, lav shire. It's not muchach, that that would be considered a shire, because I could always tell you, hamani rabbi yeisei aglili, dama tam mishalim chatzik koifer. There is a shite, there is a shite that holds that Tam is Mishal and Chatzikoyfer, and according to Yosei Aglili, it comes out that the Tan of the Mishnah did not 
omit it because it's not a chilek between a tam and a muad. A tam pays kaifer and a muad also pays kaifer. I mean that they all pay, they both pay kaifer. Therefore, there's no ton of a shaytashma. This is the third raya. This is the vehemus part of the simon. This is also the reason that we're having this conversation now because this loops it back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah, when it gave its few examples of a chilik between Momin and Knaz, said, what happens if somebody walks into Bezdin and he says, my shar killed Ploini, or he killed the shar of Ploini, I raise him a shalom al pi That loch is, you have to pay al pi So if somebody says, my shar, Killed someone else's shar. That's the part that we need. It's It's not my love betam. Isn't it talking even by a tam, meaning a muid, but even a tam? And what do you see from there? That palganiska is mamayna. Because if palganiska is knasa, then if a person says hey mishayri. As Shoyre shall plainly, you would be potter based on Moid of potter. But from the fact that it says Chayev, and it's mashma in all cases, doesn't matter if it's a mood or a tam, must be that Palganisco is my mind. But the says, Live mood. Who said the Mishnah is talking about a short tam? Maybe it's talking about a short mood. Avo patam maya. Any Mishnah al piyatsme. So you're telling me that if it would be a short tam, you wouldn't pay al piyatsme. So the Gemara add the Tony Seifa. The Seifa of the Mishnah gave us a case where if somebody says, My short story is going to be potter. What was the case? Abdul shall play any Mishnah al piyatsme. If somebody says, My short not killed a person, not shtois an animal, but Killed an Evet Knani. Then the Allah is your potter. Because then the Chiv is a Chiv Knas of Shloishim Kasev. And then Moedib Knas is potter. Says the Gemara, why do you have to jump to such a different type of case? Nifloik Vinisni Bedida. We could have stayed focused. We could have stayed very much on point. And we could have said as follows. But Medvar Mamurim, when is it true that if somebody says, Hey, Meshoyri, Eshoyri shall play in the Denamchayev, that's Bamud. Avol Batam, in the Meshalam Alpiyatsmoy. But if it's a Chartam, not. And you would have your case of a Moedib Knas potter where a person said, Hey, Meshoyri. And from the fact that the case that the Mishnah had for him is serious something Potter is where he shtoys and have a knani so he said if he would shtoys a shor he would talk a bichayev even if it's a shor tam so you see there the palganisk is the Gemara says now could be the time of the Mishnah wanted that every case of him is to be talking about a muid and being that we wanted to be talking about a muid so he didn't want to get involved in, in tam right the time of the Mishnah didn't want to get in the sugis of tam the Amor of the Gemara clearly had no problem getting involved in the sugis of the Tam, but the Tan of the Mishnah is staying away from the Tam, right? It's not Bavakam, it's Ksubas. And because he's staying away from the, the sugi of the Tam, so it's for that reason he jumped to a case of Hamish Shari Avdoy But if the Tan of the Mishnah was willing to talk a little bit about a Shartam, he could have stayed a little more on point, and he could have said, I have a case where Hamish Shari Tatatat would be Potter, not necessarily talking about where he was Hamus an Evet, even if he was Hamus another animal, in the event that it was a Shartam, because Moedib Knas is Potter. Toshma, the fourth Toshma, also going back to our Mishnah, Zeha Klal, that's the Klal part. If somebody damages, and then he has to pay, and the payment that he has to make is more than what he was masik. So the Allah is you don't pay up Yatzmai because you're a Moid Beknas Potter. What if he would damage and there's a Chiv to pay? And the Chiv to pay is less than what you damage. What does it sound like? Mishalim al piyatzmoy. Then you would have to pay al piyatzmoy. Now, what's the one example of that that we know? What's a case where someone damages and the Torah says you pay for less than what you damage? And it's mashma then that palganiska 
you are Mashalim al piyatzma, which means it's Maman. Because it's only if you're paying Yeser al Mashahizik that you're in the Mashalim al piyatzma. But if it's Pachois mi Mashahizik, it's pretty obvious Dik, then you would be Mashalim al piyatzma. The one case we know about that is a Shartam. So you see then that a shartam is a chiyav mama. The Gemara says, Loi Gemara says, I hear, but don't make the diik as extreme as you're making it. Meaning, the diik we're making is, What's the diik? If it would be less, then the Gemara says, No. This is the way you make the diik. The diik should be that if it's more than but if it's exactly what you amazik, then you're mashalim. So what if it would be less than Mashizik? My, what are you telling me? So the Gemara's follow-up is very obvious. If that's the case, listening is Klal, then the Klal, the mission should have been a little bit different. Not Kol. The time of the mission should have just talked a little more groot. It should have said that any time you pay and you're not paying exactly what you are masik, not mishalim al piyatzmai. The mashma pachos umashma yeser. It would be mashma pachos that be mashma yeser. And the Gemara says that because of this. Tiyufta, you're right. Checkmate. This is a tiyufta. This is a clear raya that palganiska must be. Because when is it a knas? Only when you mishalim yeser mimasha hizik. But if you mishalim kimasha hizik, or even pachos mimasha hizik, at that point it's going to be mamayna. So we have a tuf to check made on the man number that holds palganiska knasa. So what's talacha? The hilchasa palganiska knasa. But yet we bask in palganiska. Afraid the gemara tuf to the hilchasa. You don't see this every day, right? Kasha the hilchasa. We can hear. But tuf to the hilchasa. How could that be? The gemara says in yes. Because time and my toisev. What was the reason of the tuf to mishum to like tani kimasha? It's based on this diak. It says yes, but it sounds like if it was Kamashizik, not like Psikale. The reason the time of the Mishnah didn't say that could be there is an answer after all. Meaning we thought there was a Tufta. Tufta means there's no answer. Tufta means checkmate. No, it's not checkmate. There's another move that you have technically right now that you're able to make if you would like to. It's not over yet. So there is a teretz, and the Gemara says that the Gemara hopped afterwards that there's a little bit of a mahalach over here, and that's why the Gemara actually backtracked off the tiyufta. What would be the mahalach? The question was that it should have said that any time you pay kemashe hizik, that's when the Allah is that you mishalom al piyatzman. But if it's not kemashe hizik, whether it's more or less, then you're going to be a moed de It's not true. And that's why the Tana Misha couldn't say it. Because we assume just now that the only time a mazik ever pays less than Masha Hizik is if you're a Tam. It's not just another case. Kiban the Ikah Chatzinezik Tsroiris, being that is the case of Chatzinezik Tsroiris, as we move from the first paragraph of Akama to the second paragraph of Akama, from Arbavis Nazikin to Kate of the Regal. So over there, there's a parish of Chatzinezik Tsroiris, the Hilchasik Mirula, there it's Allah Lamoshi Misinai, the Mamoinahu, which is a Chi of Mamin, which means it's but you would be Mishal Mal Piyatzmai, Mishum Hachi, like Tani, as for that reason that it wasn't mentioned. So, what's Chasin Ezek Tsoyrus? The case is where you have an, an animal, a shard that's walking in the street, it kicks a rock, the rock causes damage. The Allah is you have to pay Chasin Ezek. Now, Chatzin Nezek Tzreiris is what's known as a Tol Doderegel. Right? Masechtas Bavakama begins with our Ba'avis Nezikin, Ashar, Abar, Amavav, Ahever. The four Avais Nazikin are really four categories of damage that one can cause. And the Mishnah is saying that for any one of those four categories, you'll be chayev. Stating that each one of the four categories are unique, and that's why all Nizakin are divided into these four categories, and they all have their 
Hilchoseim, like the, the Gemara talks about in the beginning of Masechtas Vabakam. If a shar is walking, or any animal is walking, and it causes damage through its foot, it's known as the Mazikov, this is easy, Regal. Tsroirois is a tolda of Regal. Regal doesn't have a parasha of Tam and Muad. Regal always pays Nazak Shalin. Which one of the obvious Nazikin has a parasha of Shoir and of, of Tam and Muad? It's what we know as Karen. And the reason Karen has Tam and Muad is because Karen is Mashunah. That's what's unique about it. Right? Each category has its unique characteristics. What's unique about Karen is it's Mashunah. It's out of the ordinary. Because it's out of the ordinary, as the owner, you aren't obligated to anticipate that this damage was going to take place. As a result, we go easy on you and we only make you pay Chatzin Nezek. And we don't make you pay Nezek Shal until it's established. Oh, now it's already Orche. If it's Orche, it's no different than Regal. It's no different than anything else. But the point is, is that Troiris happens through the Regal. It's Orche. It's very natural for an animal to be walking, to kick a rock, and to cause some sort of damage. Definitely not out of the realm of what you would expect to happen. Stating that, you only pay Chatzin Nezek. And the reason you pay Chatzin Nezek is Halach HaLemayshim Yisinai. Chatzin Nezek Troiris and this is one of the examples where you find the machloikis in Allah the Briskarov, we always speak out that really you're not supposed to have machloikis, but this is an example of where you do have a machloikis within a world of Allah But the bottom line is, is that Chatzinezek Tsroiris is Allah you only pay Chatzinezek. But because it's only Allah really you should have paid Nezek Shalim. For sure that Chiyav is a Chiyav Mamoin. It's not a Chiyav Knas. That's Pachais Mimasha Hizek. Says Gemara that if the time of the Mishnah would have said, that any time you're not paying Masha Hizik, I would have thought that that includes even Chatzinezik Tzroyris, and that's not true. Because Chatzinezik Tzroyris, the reason you're paying Chatzinezik is not because it was Mishono, it was a told of Karen, and therefore Palganiska Knossa. No, it's a told of Regal, Regal Zurche. You always should have paid Nezik Shalem. It's Halach Alamayshim Sinai. I don't even know if it's Rachmano who the Chasilove. It's Pachana, Halach Alamayshim Sinai. This is the way it is. And therefore you only pay Chatzinezik. So really the Tana couldn't have said Pachas Mimashi because it's not true. Because we have two cases. We have the Tam that pays Chatzin Ezek, and we have Tzreiris that's Chatzin Ezek. And even according to the Mandama that holds the Chatzin Ezek, Tam is a Knas, but Chatzin Ezek Tzreiris is Momen. So it couldn't have said Pachas Mimashe Ezek. You know what the rule is? Yosim Mimashe Ezek. Because Yosim Mimashe Ezek, there is no case in the entire Torah where it's not going to be a Knas. And that's why the Tam of the Mishnah mentioned the rule as Yosim Mimashe Ezek, didn't say Kim Mashe Ezek, because that would imply even Pachas Mimashe Ezek, and by Pachas Mimashe Ezek, sometimes it's actually not Knas, sometimes it's going to be Mom. But the bottom line is, even though the Gemara originally said Tufta, there actually is a very solid answer to that question, and therefore we come full circle. What's the Halacha? Just as a postscript to this whole schmooze. The hash, the damn Palganiska Knossa. Now that we just have Palganiska Knossa, hey, Kalba, if there's a dog, the Ochel Imri, Mishundra, it ate sheep, or it ate a Shundra of Chadgadia fame, it ate a cat. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Kalba, the Ochel Imri. Got a little excited. Vishundra, the Ochel Tarnagaili, or a cat that ate a Tarnagailis. Ravravi, this is out of the ordinary. And because it's out of the ordinary, the first few times that it does it, it's a tam, right? Even though the parsha of tam was said by a shar with a karen that has a horn, but it's lavdafka. Rashi says in Chumash, 
But really, it's true for all the animals. So it doesn't matter if it's a shar, or if it's a kelev, or if it's even a shunra. The bottom line is, the first time it does something out of the ordinary, it's a told of the karen. It's only chayiv chatzinezeg. We just pass in hilchas apalginis keknasav. Like magbinah bebavel. You wouldn't be able to be goiva in bavel. Avel. Zutri. But if the shunna would eat a small tarnagailas or chayu, that's already normal. If it's normal, if an animal damages in an ordinary way using its mouth, right, it ate the tarnagailas, that's a tolda, it's not regal. It's not karen because it's orche, it's a talda of shane. It did it with its mouth. So that already is orche. That chiv would be a chiv moment, umagbinon, and there you would be gaifa. So if it's mishunna, it's palganiska knasso leimagbinu babavel. If it's orche, then it's shane, then it's already a chiv mamin. So then the loch is, yeah, magbinu babavel. What's the difference? Clearly implied in babavel, they did not dan dine knasses. There was no dine knasses in babavel. In Eretz Yisrael, there was dine knasses, but not in babavel. Says the Gemara, that even though in babavel they didn't dan dine knasses, but for eat tofas, if the person would chap, loimafkina mine, you wouldn't be able to take it away from him. Toysfus speaks out from Rabbeinu Tam that this, that the Gemara said that if you chap, loimafkina mine, that's only true if the thing that you chapped was the actual mazik. So if your neighbor has a dog and the dog came and it, it walked into your backyard and it ate your, uh, your it ate something, right? So the halacha is, it's uh, assuming it's a shayutam, so really you can't go to Besden and you can't just summons your neighbor to small claims court and say, you know, your dog ate my frisbee and as a result, you're chayiv now to pay me something. That's not something that you would be allowed to do. However, if you hop the dog, now you can't walk into the person's living room and hop something else, but the dog, that's what Rabbeinu Tam says. Trying to argue. Let's say the person says this is living in Bavel, and there was a short time that went ahead and shtoys. Now in Bavel they didn't dan dinekhnosis, but in Eretz Yisrael they did. So he says, "Akvuli zimnel Eretz Yisrael." You know, let's go to Eretz Yisrael. We'll both set a date. We'll go together. You'll come along. We'll learn bechavrusa, and then we'll have it out in in court. Not finally. You have to. You have to shtoltsu. Let's say the person says, "I'm sorry, I'm not going to Eretz Yisrael. I'm not holding by it. Whatever, I'll get around it." You're going to put him in cherem. Benkach Regardless, whether he does. Does go to Israel, doesn't go to Israel. He does want him to go, he doesn't want to go. He's anyways going to be put in Kherim. If he doesn't get rid of this uh, Vilda Shunra, or whatever it is he has, the Minale, we tell him, Solik has you have to get rid of this thing that's a Mazik, Midrab Nosen. And this is something that's based on something Rab Nosen said. The time you learned to the Bryce, Rab Nosen, Rab Nosen said, Nicely, you got the Lord of Kelev Rabbit, Echbeisai. How do you know that a person is not allowed to raise a bad dog, meaning a wild dog in his house? You shouldn't have a, a ladder that's a shaky ladder in your house. It says in the Torah, And we learn from there that a person can't have any inside his house. And on that note, Hadron Aloch Elunairis, just a, a hergish. And that is when we started the Masechta on Dafbez. So we mentioned that Masechta's Ksubis is known in the Olam Yeshivas as Shas Katan. So we did a little bit of, of in, investigative and forensic uh, research. And really, it's not so clear what the Makar is. The Nusach Shas Katan seems to come from the Hafla and from his brother, his very, very holy brother, the Rebbe Reb Shmelka. And we said over at the time that Mesechtis Ksubis, said Reb Shmelka, is made up of 13 prakin, 
And the reason it's made up of 13 prokin is because Teresh Peh is Nidrish with the Yudgim of Midrash Atari Nidrash Espem and Ayoyset Shas Katon. So Remez Ladova, there's 13 prokin. My Hergish, as we were learning, Perakelu Nairus was that the Shas Katon, within the Shas Katon, Meaning, the Shas Katon within Mesechtes Ksuvis is Perike Lunaris. I don't even think that's negotiable. Perike Lunaris began on Daf Chavtes, it ended on Daf Memalith, has exactly 13 Dafin. And I think it's Ma'od Matim with the Machshava and the observation of the Rebbe Reb Shmelka. And that is, Mesechtes Ksuvis is made up of 13 Prokim and Perike Lunaris. The Shas Katan within the Shas Katan is made up of, of 13 very, very holy Dafin. But either way, just to end, the Perik, with a little bit of a light ha'ara, and going back to something that we spoke about yesterday, but not the intense, the intensity of yesterday, but really just something a little bit light, and that is the theme of Perik Elunairis with the laws of the Oynes and the Mefata. And one of the halachas of the Oynes is that if somebody is Ma'anis an Isha, he has an obligation to marry her. Not just that, he's bound by a loisase. He's not allowed to give her a get after he marries her. Meaning he has to marry her, and that even after he marries her, he has to remain married to her. Stating that, the Mishnah on Daflamatesam and Aleph said that although the Perik began with the words Elu Knas, and the Gemara said, really, Elu Knas, however, that's only as it relates to the Knas and the Boishas and the Pgam and the Tsar, but as it relates to the mitzvah of Eloi Seli Isha, that's something that's going to only be true for Nairus Ksheiras. But if somebody was Ma'anus and Nairus Psula, so then there's going to be no mitzvah Saseh of Eloi Seli Isha, there's going to be no Eloi Saseh of Loyucha Lashalcha, the mitzvah Saseh of Eloi Seli Isha is only true for a Nairus Shera, it's not true for a Naira of So, for example, if somebody was Ma'anis or Mamzeres, there's no mitzvah saseh of Elisha. And the Gemara asked the Grace Sakasha. The Gemara said, Vamai, why not? Nesni aseh, let the aseh of Elisha come, venitcha loisaseh, and let it be doicha the loisaseh of Mamzeres. And the Gemara answered this question very, very cryptically. Heicham rina nesni aseh venitcha loisaseh, kagoy mila betzaras, deloi efshne likiyume lase, aval hocha i umra deloi beino. Mi isa la se And we mentioned yesterday that there's four primary Mahalchem and the Rishonim to understand what exactly Pashib Pshat and the Gemara's Teretz is. There's Rashi's Pshat, there's the Rambam that we said is also the Pshat of the Bali Toysfis, there's the Toysfis Rishonim, and then there's the primary Pshat that the Rashm and the Ritva and the Ramban and the Ra'ah and all the Rishonim over here say. We're not going to go through all four pshatim. But the last pshat, the ikib pshat and the rishonim, the poshit pshat in this very not poshit gemara is that the gemara is saying that there's a fundamental difference between the mitzvah saseh of v'loi si'ali isha versus the mitzvah saseh of mila and tzitzes and really almost all mitzvah saseh. And that is, ordinarily, if a person has a mitzvah saseh, if it's incumbent upon me to do a mitzvah, in that case, in that case, there's no way out of that mitzvah. Meaning, if I have an obligation to do a mitzvah, usually, I just have to do the mitzvah. You wake up in the morning, if it's not Shabbos or Yontif, you have a mitzvah to put on tefillin. There's nothing you can do that's going to somehow get you out of putting on tefillin. 
Every mitzvah that you're obligated to do, you're obligated to do. There's no way out of doing that mitzvah. The mitzvah of Eloisi Elisha, however, is different. And the reason is because the only time there's a mitzvah of Eloisi Elisha is if she also wants. But if she's not interested in marrying you, so then there is no mitzvah of Eloisi Elisha. So, Zok the Gemara, when do we say, where you have to be Mekayim Dasei, where there is no way out, but as it relates to Dasei of Eloisi Elisha, if she would say and being that if she would say there'd be no mitzvah saseh that's a simon that this assay has a way out. And if this assay has a way out, so as is not As if to say not all assays were created equally. There are assays that are but then could be there's a musik of an assay. And the example we have is Veloisa which would not be And the reason is because it's a shvacha assay. One makes it a shvacha assay, there's a way out. Ordinarily, an assay doesn't have a way out. This assay does have a way out. Just to read the words of the Ritva. The Poshib Shat says the is the hachi kamar the asay kihai this asay kivan the kill kul ai it's such a cool diga asay that you have the ability to be this type of asay is so kuladig that it doesn't have the ability to be doicha aloisasay and again this is the poshib shot that all the rishayim say to the point that I think it requires a little bit of beer why is it that all the other Rishonim that didn't say this Pashup Shah, Taka didn't learn this way. But you always have to know why the Rashba not learn like the Ritva, and why the Ritva not learn like the Ramban, and why Rashi not learn like Daisvis, and why the Ri not learn like Rabbein Rutan. But over here, there seems to be the Pshat that all the Rishonim said was Vahanachain, yet you do find other Pshatim in the Rishonim, and just a little bit Sarich beer, maybe. Why was it that the other Rishonim didn't like what seems to be a very, very Pashup Shat? That the Rishonim say that all the Gemara means is that there's a simon here, that this assay is a more cooler diga assay, and maybe a more cooler diga assay doesn't have the ability to be doicha assay. So, again, in the spirit of light raid and in the spirit of a little bit of drush here at the end of a very intense parak, maybe you can say, you know, we talk a lot about why is it that assay is doicha assay. And really, it's a chiddish that assay should be doicha assay. Because if you ask the man on the street, what's more chamer, an assay or a lois assay, he's going to tell you a lois assay. A lois assay, you find oinchim, there's malkas, misavideh shamayim, there's karas, there's misas bezdin. An assay, you don't even find that there's any oinish if a person is mevatel and mitzvah assay. So for sure, the hergish from learning is that a lois assay is more chamer than an assay. Yet, the halach is you find assay doich lois assay. What's pshat? Why is Asay Doich Aloisase? So again, I think if you ask a follow-up question to the same man on the street, he's going to tell you, oh, it's Ramban al He might even know it's in Parshas Yisrael. And he'll tell you that Ramban said, because Asay is Ahava, and Loisase is Yira, and Ahava is Doich Yira. That's what the Ramban says in Parshas Yisrael. The truth is, if you look at the Ramban, that Ramban, as much as we can deher the Hergish a little bit, Ahava, that's love, Yira's fear, especially in, uh, in the 21st century, Ahavaz Doicha Yira, right? We all have a, a good, deep understanding of what that means. But the truth is, this Ramban, if you look inside, he was talking up Kabbalah, and it's really hard to know exactly what he means. Ayin Shah, in general, there's a cloud that whenever the Ramban says, Al Derech Emes, there's a Messiah he meant Al Kabbalah, he throws in the word Emes, it's followed by the Medrashoi of Rabnuchunya ben Akana. But the bottom line is, is that 
That's the Pashib shot for sure, but it's also not such an easy shot to be able to the hair because it schmecks a little bit and it's rearing on a little bit of Kabbalah. Stating that, there are other Mahalchem that are Mavur and the Rishonim and the Achroinim as it relates to why it is that I say is the The two other Iker Mahalchem is one, we've said over in the name of the Baruch Tam, and the other from the Charedim. The Baruch Tam said, and it's really Kemada Mafurish Gemara in Mesechtes Yevamis. The Gemara over there was discussing Asei being doicha lois, Asei and Asei being doicha lois, Asei sheyesh by cars. Just one excerpt. Hadar Omar, Atu Asei doiches lois, Asei lav lois, Asei chamer minei. Isn't a lois Asei chamer than an Asei? V'kasi Asei v'dachile. Yet you find that Asei is doicha. So if that's the case, Zok the Gemara, Asei should be doicha lois, Asei sheyesh by cars too. Why? Because mali chumra zuta, mali chumra rab. Yuvam is tavzayin of an aleph. What's the difference if it's being doicha something that's a little more chamer than it, or if it's being doicha something? That's a lot more chomer. So the Baruch Tam said that you see from here, Yuvam is Davzayin, that you're right. The kasha of why I say is doichalaisa says a good kasha. And there really is no teret. Other than it's Xerus HaKasav. We darshan it. And this is the way it is. But Enochinami, it's a Chiddush Neira. And because it's a Chiddush, like the Gemara said, Mali Chumar Rabbah, Mali Chumar Zuta, mate, what's the difference if it's being Doichal or just a regular? The whole thing is a Chiddush. Because really, Asnei has no business being Doichal Loisase. Because you're right, Loisase is really more Chum. Now, the Baruch Tam said, Gewaldige Chadushim. Based on this, he wanted to say that it could be the reason we find so many rules and regulations that govern the laws of Asei Doichal Loisase, it's precisely based on this point. It's based on the fact that Asei Doichal Loisase is a Chiddush. And because it's a Chiddush, what's the rule when you have a Chiddush? So all you have is the Chiddush and you can't go beyond the Chiddush. Right? Ordinarily, if you have a halacha, so you can take this halacha and you can cut and paste and drag and apply and you can come up with a whole bunch of Chiddush. But when it comes to a Chiddush, you're mugbal, you're bound. You're never allowed to build on a Chiddush, right? That's the rule. Maybe that's the reason that the only time you say is if it's be'idna. Because what's the classic example of a say it's kalayim betzitzis. Over there it's be'idna. Maybe the only time you say it is if it's efshelakayim shneim. Maybe that's why it's only asay is doicha loisaseh, not a loisaseh vaseh. Because shatnis, which is the classic example of a say doicha loisaseh, is not a loisaseh vaseh. That's why not if it's a loisaseh sheh by karis. That's why also not if it's Nitin Lazarus Mistas Bez, Nitin Letashlumet, etc., etc. It's all based on the fact that it's a Chiddush, because really the Loisase is more Chamer than Asay, the Ein Lachabai, the Ein Lachabai, Elochidushai. And because Ein Lachabai, Elochidushai, so therefore you Mugbal to the Asay Doichaloisase of the Torah, to the paradigm, to the Asay Doichaloisase of. Maybe Mila Bitsaras, which was also used as a paradigm. But the bottom line is, is that whatever the spitz, Asay Doichaloy Sasay is, everything needs to conform to that. Because if it doesn't conform, it's outside the scope of what we know for sure. And I can't know more than I know because Ain Lachabai, Elochidushai. Lamay Nafkemino, so the Barakhtam said, a Gevaldig Nafkemino, he said, what would be if you have an Asay Doichaloy Sasay, which you know in Svara? For example, there is a concept of assay being doicha assay, where one assay is more chamer than the other assay. And over there, there is a cloud, there is a rule that an assay chamer could be kibidoicha and assay ka. For example, an assay de rabbin kibidoicha and assay de yachid. 
or you have this idea that an asseshesh by karis can be doich an by karis. That's a whole different sugi of tchia. It's not a seidai chaloi sasei. But that, the Baruch Tam said, is something that's no miswara. And if I know miswara, it's not bound by the rules and the regulations of a seidai chaloi And that's why you find a seidai kibidai chasei sometimes, even when it's not beidna. Ay, isn't there always a lacha beidna? Yeah, in a seidai chaloi where it's a chiddish that a is being doicha chaloi So over there, it's bound by in and chidusha is beidna. This is going to have to be beidna. But as it relates to asay bin that's a whole different sugya. That is already something that you can know in svar. If I know in svar, in svar mechatesi, there's a, 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 an idea beidna. But as it relates to why asay is doichaloisase, one of the more important marimakoimis is this baruch tam that said it's taka chidush based on a lashon agemara in Yavamis davzayin amad aleph. But it's Xeris HaKasav, and that explains all the different nuances. It also explains the difference between Asei Deich Eloi and Asei Bing Deich But there's another Nifla Digibshat that we mentioned, and that is from the Charedim. So who is the Charedim, right? Just to place the Charedim historically. So he was from the Chabura of the Beis Yosef, and the Mari Beirav, and the Maral Bach, and really from that whole Chabura Kindosha that was in Tzfas, and that was being Oisik in Vashiva Shavtayach Kibarishayna, Vayayatzayach Kibatchil. But either way, the Charedim in the beginning of Sefer Charedim says that you want to know why Asay is Doichal The reason is because when a person's Mekayim in Asay, he gets Schar. Not Baha'i Alma, but in the next world. Hayoyim la Soysom, Umach Lekabel If a person does an Aveira, he's going to be punished. He's going to be punished in the next world. Said the Charedim that although we know schar va'inish, and of course you get schar for doing a mitzvah and you get punished for doing an avera, but it's not apples to apples. It's not shava b'shava. Schar mitzvah is infinite. It's lenetzach netzachem. The oynish for an avera has a gvul. Mishpat rishon begehenim is yud beis chodesh, and as a result, it's something that's mugbal. Schar mitzvah is infinite. It goes forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. As opposed to an Avera, the punishment, it comes to an end. Malchus 39, well, Yosef ben Yosef, right? That's always the way it is. Every punishment has a gvul. As opposed to schar mitzvah, that's something that's going to be forever. So said the Charedim, it's true, maybe to a degree, Eloisase is more common than Aseh. But you want to know why Aseh is doich Eloisase? Aseh is doich Eloisase because schar mitzvah so much more than the Einish of an Avera. And because schar mitzvah so much more than the Einish of an Avera, therefore, the Aseh is going to be doich Eloisase. The side of why the Aseh is doich Eloisase, it's a Charedim. This is an old pshat. This goes back 500 years. It's based on the schar and the oinish. Schar mitzvah is lenetzach netzachim. And because schar mitzvah is lenetzach netzachim, so it's for that reason that the schar of a mitzvah is going to be lenetzach netzachim. As opposed, it's for that reason the anasei is going to be doicha loisase. Because the schar mitzvah is so much more than the oinish of an aver. So I was thinking, what would be a nafkamina? Right, what would be a nafkamina if we go with the Baruch Tam or if we go with the Charedim? Right, two very distinct mahalchim and how to understand the sugi of Asei Doich You know what a nafkamina might be? What would be if I have an Asei, but it's an Asei Kal? It's like a cooler dig of Sartase. It's more cooler dig than the Asei of Tzitzis. 
Would that be doicha loisase? Would that not be doicha loisase? The paradigm for ase doicha loisase. The makar is kalayim betzitzis. What if I have an ase? It's less than the ase of tzitzis. Would it be doicha? Would not be doicha? According to Rabbi Nutan, according to the Baruch Tam, close. According to the Baruch Tam, you would say eluch abayelachidushai. So it's only an ase that's on the level of tzitzis. But if it's a more cooler than ase than tzitzis, I don't know if it could be doicha. But if the var is like the charedim, that it's based on what? It's based on Tzachar Mitzvah. Everyone knows the Mishnah. The Mishnah is in the second parak of Pirkei Yavis. Rabbi Yomer, Rabbi said, Ezu derech yishavish yavali yadam kol shi teferes loisav v'teferes lemin adam. Ve'hevizor b'mitzvah kalab kibachamura she'ein ato yodeya matin tzachar and shal mitzvahs. And all the Rishonim speak out that even though of course there's something called a mitzvah kala and a mitzvah chamura, that is the whole Mishnah. Ve'hevizor b'mitzvah kalab kibachamura. That's a real thing. There's something called mitzvah kala and mitzvah chamura. But when it comes to tzachar mitzvah, you don't know the difference between tzachar mitzvah. Ein ato yodeya matin and because you don't know so it's for that reason so the time of the Mishnah you're going to start making chishboyness I'm going to do this mitzvah guess what the two mitzvahs that we know that have the mitzvah one's kibbut of aim one's shiluch hakan one is an impossible mitzvah the other is the easiest mitzvah in the world to do and yet they have the same schah so what do you see from that you don't know chishboyness of schah mitzvah you know the svarim used to the svarim aktoichem taich hevizar b'mitzvah kalik b'chamurash enat yedem an schah and shal mitzvahs not that a Mitzvah Chamur doesn't have more schar than a mitzvah kala. Maybe it does, but at the same time, you're going to walk away from a mitzvah kala because it's only a, a small schar. You have no asoga what schar mitzvah is. Meaning, if you would know what a schar mitzvah is, even the schar mitzvah for a mitzvah kala you wouldn't walk away from. Like rhetorically, do you have a musa, you have a havana, do you have an idea, asoga what schar mitzvah is? So you write it's a mitzvah kala, and you write it's less than a mitzvah chamura. You have no asoga. You have even for a mitzvah kala, and it's for that reason, but either way, when it comes to understanding mitzvahs, yeah, there's mitzvah kala and there's mitzvah chamura, but when it comes to the schar mitzvah, schar mitzvah, then it could be, being that heavy zorba mitzvah kala bechamura, there really is no difference between the schar mitzvah of a mitzvah kala and the schar mitzvah of a mitzvah chamura. Is the fizayeshloimer nifla, the ritva, and the rajba. And the Ramban and the Ra'ah, the Rishonim, they all say, Afsha Pashta Mahalach and this Gemara. You know what the Gemara is saying? The Gemara is saying, You want to know why I say of Loisi Elisha is not Toycha, the Loisa say of Mamzeres? Which means, Zokta Ritva, Bulishonim Hazav. Ta'aseki hai, kivan de kil kule hai. It's such a mitzvah kala. Shabiyodala oikrei, ene bidin shayit chaloisase. So it's not misnabbered shabiday chaloisase. In other words, vazak to ritva. It's a mitzvah kala. So what? So what? It's a mitzvah kala. The terrace is the Gemara. When do you say, I say, day chaloisase? It has to be dumyut to climb betzitzes, like some had the gears on our Gemara. Or nila betzaras, for whatever reason, that's also a paradigm of I say, day chaloisase. But the point is, it has to be doima to azasart mitzvah. If not, ain't the chabayel chidusha, like the Baruch Tam said. And as a result, you're not going to say, I say, day chaloisase. But what did all the other Rishonim hold? What Rashi and Toysfis and the Rambam and the Toysfis What did they all hold? Could be they held like the Haredim. Again, in the spirit of Drush. And if they held like the Haredim, so it doesn't matter it's a mitzvah kala. The reason I say is because of the Schar mitzvah. Schar mitzvah, heavy zarbe mitzvah kala And because heavy zarbe mitzvah kala so it's not going to make any difference. You know, there's another Mishnah in Pirkei Avis that says the same exact thing. That heavy zarbe mitzvah kala albeit with slightly different language. The first time is in Perik Bey's Mishnah Aleph. The second time is in Perik Dalid Mishnah Bey's. Ben Azay Yomer, Ben Azay said, Have you rots le mitzvah kalik A person should run 
towards a mitzvah kala, just like he runs towards a mitzvah chamura. Again, it's the same concept. We're equating a mitzvah kala and a mitzvah chamura. By the way, it's this week's parasha. Vaya ekev tishmon. What is Ekev? These are the mitzvahs kalos. She'adam dosh bahem ba'akavah. But either way, so you see, Ben Azai said, have you rots the mitzvah kalos b'kachamura? So I was just thinking, and we'll end with this, mamish to come full circle. And that is one of the sugyas chamuros. And Perak Elunairis is the sugya v'akira tzorich hanacha. And in the sugya v'akira tzorich hanacha, the Gemara mentioned, Ben Azai's famous shita. Ben Azai has a shita that hoylech is ko'imedami. What's Ben Azai Shita? That if a person walks in a Rishos Rabbim and he's carrying, every time he lifts up his foot, he's doing an Akira. And every time he puts it down, he's doing an Anacha. Right, we know in order to be Chayev for Hoytza and Shabbos, you have to do an Akira in one Rishos, and Hoytza and a Hanach in another Rishos. Or you do an Akira in the beginning of Dalai you do Anacha at the end of Dalai So usually what it means, you pick up an item, you walk Dalai and you put it down. Ben Azai holds that as a person's walking, every step that he takes is made up in lumbus of two components. It's made up of an Akira, and it's made up of an Anacha. So Toysavis quotes, the Yerushalmi that famously asks that according to Ben Azai, that every time you take a step, it's considered an Akira and Anochah. So how you ever over Maver Daladamas B'Shosarab? Maver Daladamas B'Shosarab is Alochah L'Mesh Misinai. It's included in the 39th Malochah. So how's a person ever over Maver Daladamas B'Shosarab? Every time you take a step, it's going to be an Akira and Anochah. So Toysavim says, now it's Negea, it's Negea B'Kofetz. If you jump, if a person springs Daladamas, that's where it's going to be Negea. So it's Yodua. We've spoken this out so many times. Times, the Rabbi Kiveger asks here in Masech Tzuvus, and he blames Sorich Ian Gadol. Frank Rabbi Kiveger, he says, Lefisa, I don't understand. The only way in Benazay's world a person could be over Havaras Daladamis B'Shosher Rabbim is if the person jumps Daladamis. So Frank Rabbi Kiveger, we know that this mitzvah essay is the Raisa. And Mrs. Esed the Rabbana, the Chazawa Mavatol, Gzeira Shemayavi Renu Daladamas Bishus Arabim. Srab Kivega said, I always understood it, Pashan. A person's going to have a, a Shaifer, he's going to have Daladmin, he's going to have a Megillah, maybe Matzah, he's going to walk Daladamas Bishus Arabim, and he's going to be over. But according to Ben Azai, the only way you can be over Mavra Daladamas Bishus Arabim is if you actually jump Daladamas Bishus Arabim. To jump Daladamas Bishus Arabim is a Milsadalai Shchicha. So for a Milsadalai Shchicha, we went ahead. And we were mevatel a mitzvah esed de raisa and mitzvah esed de rabbanon. The Chazal was so sensitive to Shem Yavi Renu, but in Ben Azai's world, it really has no pshat. So we've mentioned that Rabbi Kivegers Einukol Rabbi Belegers Rabbi Shleim Egers' son, when he went to learn by the Kotzker Rebbe that Tvarim Matikin, his father sat shiva. The Kotzker Rebbe told him he should go be Menachem Avul. But either way, all that raid that we've spoken about so many times over the years. So Rabbi Belegers wrote a letter to Zayde Rabbi Kivegers, tried to explain what was going on in Kotzk and a little bit of what this was and that. It was okay and fakert that he was steiging in certain areas in ways that he had never steiged before. And one of the things he told Rabbi Kivega was that when I was in Kotz, to one of the Zayda's kashas, and that is the Zayda asked this kasha that according to Ben Azai, it's such a Musa that a person should be over Havaris Talanamis Bashus Rabbim. Why would Chazal Mavatal Mitzvah? So he said in Kotzka I learned that if a person understands what a mitzvah is and he appreciates heavy Zoyer, he Caps and the hair is a mitzvah. He can go to, to a mitzvah with such a slavis, such a brand. He's going to be so pumped. He's going to be so excited that it is actually possible and shriach and likely a mistaber that he's going to spring Dalad Amis And that was the terrence that he told us either. But I was thinking, Ben Azayoyim, it's a mission of this. Have you rots the mitzvah kalak the chamura? 
Haflo, it's Mavish Ben Azai Lushitasi, Ben Azai Alain, Ben Azai who said heavy rots mitzvah kalgubah chamur. He taught you how a person is supposed to go to, to a mitzvah. Number one, heavy zar be mitzvah kalgubah chamur, but he didn't say what Rebbe said. Rebbe just said heavy zar. Ben Azai said heavy rots. This is Ben Azai Lushitasi. Then Ben Azai said that even though Mahalach is koyim medami, but at the same time Chazal was still mavatel. Ah, it's a milsa the leishchicha. The teretz is Rebbe Leibelegis teretz. Rebbe Leibelegis teretz that a person can be so excited. He can go jumping. Who was he saying it to answer? Ben Azai. That's Ben Azai. In Pirkei Yavis, heavy ruts. The mitzvah kalik of a And on that note, it's in Tzvetim, Malhadran Allah, Elunayim.